We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to One on One, a KC Sports Network podcast. Look, Jeff, I'm really, I'm hurting right now. I'm struggling. I got to tell you, I'm struggling. Did, did you see what Oakland did before the game? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, that, that was a dumb idea. I'm so upset. I'm so, I'm just, I couldn't even sleep. I can't believe it. They went and stood on the logo before the game. They forgot that they actually have to go and play the game well and win the game. But they did go and stand on the logo, so kudos hey, to them. What a stupid, hey, what hey. a stupid thing! I'm so glad they got spanked, man. The Oakland Raiders, who play in Vegas, came in, got spanked. I know Chiefs Kingdom's excited about that. Just the worst, and that, that's the second time this year we put a spanking to them. Before we get into it, though, we get all kinds of stuff to talk about today. Big Jeff, Cookie Society cookies, man. It's Christmas time. Yeah, man. I've I, I have to get my. See, I probably can't. Oh, it's, it's I have a day. I have a day to get the. Have uh, I have a day. I gotta. I gotta get that. Uh, that uh, December twelve pat. Uh, yeah, you have to. Man. You have to hurry though. Tomorrow's the. Tomorrow's Wednesday, so we restock every Wednesday. This is Got the last it. restock of the year, so we're not shipping anymore after this week. Oh, I gotta the, get it in. You gotta. New year. Gotta get it in. Gotta get those cookies. What's the the peppermint snap one? Peppermint bark, ginger oh, snap, cheese, ginger yeah. snap, red velvet oh, cheesecake. Got to get those. Got And the swag. I mean, this gear is unbelievable. I could wear yeah. this shirt every day. <laughs> Check them out. Cookiesighted.com. They ship nationwide. Trust us. We know our cookies. Big Jeff, my brother, how you doing, man? It's great to have I'm, you back. I'm doing better, man. I'm doing better. Um, It's been a hell of a week for me. It's, it's mm. always tough, you know, losing someone, especially tragically the way that, you know, that I did uh, with my, my brother, Glenn Foster. We grew up together from peewee football, college football. Both made it from the south side of Chicago to the NFL, you know, and they lose him in this manner. I never would have thought that he would go this way. So I, I, I'm, I'm still processing and I don't think I'll ever understand it. But um, we're just looking for answers, man. I'm hoping that, you know, a proper investigation is done, that, that his legal team is now taken over. They can get some answers from, you know, the reform Alabama Police Department. And, and we can and we can figure this thing out, not only for him, but his wife and his beautiful kids, um, his mother and father, and they're all such great people and they deserve answers. So, you know, keep them in your prayers. Um, I'm going to be okay. You don't worry about me too much, but make sure you pray for them and that, that we all get the answers that we want. Mm. And you talked about Glenn. I've seen this 
uh, online as well as I didn't have the opportunity to meet him myself, but I just the way people talk about him and the way you've talked about him, just an amazing human being. I mean, talking yeah. about how he was as a father, uh, as a husband, a businessman, all that stuff. I mean, you spoke to his character really highly and you could see that in other places as well. I mean, so obviously an incredibly tragic thing. So we're sorry, Big Jeff. We're great to have grateful to have you back. I appreciate uh, we, it, but it's not just about me, man. It, like I said, um, I'm going to be okay. Um, my prayers go out to um, um, Sneed and his family. Um, they mm. tragically lost someone as well this week. Um, Demarius Thomas's family. Um, it, it's just unfortunate to see some so many young people go in such tragic ways. And, um, you know, it just lets you know that, that tomorrow isn't promised and that we shall appreciate life while we have it and love those closest to you and tell everyone you love them. Um, and that's what I've been doing. I've been working on that. Sometimes we all get lost in it. Mm. Um, but I've been intentional lately and, and not being so busy and telling those that are close to me that I love them and not just love them, you know, showing them that I love them. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's such a vital and important point and something that's so uh, 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 important to be intentional, to, to remember. And, you know, I remember there's been only a few times, thank God, in my course of my college and NFL career where I had somebody close to me pass away. Um, whether it be a you know a football player or a coach pass away or a family member, but football is so all encompassing, right? I mean, it's everything you do; it's your whole life. And when you're in a season, both you know Division One level or in the NFL, um, it's just everything you're thinking about. But then all of a sudden, something like this happens, right? Where you know either a teammate loses somebody or you lose somebody close, and it's like, I remember as a player being like, wow, there's, there's actually an outside world. There's other stuff yeah. going on. Like, and there's other stuff more important than that. I mean, if you, you know, when you're in it, if you say, Hey, there's something more important than football, you would, you'd be like, no way, there's nothing where this is all we do. Uh, but then you have something like that happen and it's like, Oh wow, that's right. Yeah. Life is going on. You know, it's almost like you're in this bubble and you forget, uh, all this other stuff going on in the world. So yeah, I, I know Sneed's on his way back to KC. Hopefully he uh, he's doing well. Yeah, prayer, prayers for his family as well because that's just got to be incredibly difficult. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but you're right. That's a great point, Jeff. Uh, always keeping your family close and friends close and not just saying it, but but being about it and being intentional about yeah. it. Back on to some, some better news, uh, some much better news, the win over Oakland. Oakland's just dumb, man. They're so dumb. They come in, they stand on the logo. I got to – where did I – I, I got to read this this tweet from Mitchell Swartz because I, th I think it was just perfect. This is what he tweeted. He said, the pregame shenanigans by the Raiders will go down as one of the dumbest moments in this rivalry. Stomp <laughs> on your opponent's logo at midfield while they're in the locker room, then come out and get smacked from literally the first play and totally beat down all game. 48-9 to nine final. I mean, it's just I don't need you don't need any more commentary. I mean, that's just the Raiders. But when you look at the Chiefs, I mean, all phases, hundred miles an hour, defensive line getting after it. I think the D line had more production in that game than I did my entire career. If you told up my <laughs> nine years, I don't think I had. And I know that's not saying a ton, but geez, I'm I mean, they were all over the place. Lockdown coverage, Dan Sorensen making plays, Honey Badger out there making a ton of plays. I mean, it was just everything you could ask for. Uh, all all phases playing well, and so I don't know, Big Jeff. Give me a break. I know we've broken it down already. They're but they're they're, ha they're having fun. They look like they're excited yeah. to be doing what they're doing. Guys are healthy. I mean, we talked about it over the course of a few weeks um, with Frank Clark getting back to form. It has a lot to do with his health. And then in addition to Melvin Ingram, um, that's mm -hmm. what's getting the D line going. Guys are in the right position. Chris is back at the three technique. 
and they're getting after it and they're winning up front. That makes the linebacker jobs easier. You know, the DBs puts everyone in good positions and, and they're able to kind of do their thing. And Honey Badger, he's just all over the place. I know he's like a ball magnet. I don't know how he's always around the ball, but um, whatever he's eating for breakfast, we all should eat it. And good things will come. <laughs> good things will come to us. Whatever it's, yeah. if it's money, if it's you know footballs, whatever you want to attract, eat what man. he eats in the morning. So, what you, you you send him cookies? Maybe he has. Yeah, those man. Cookies. Nah, nah, listen, <laughs> I, I wish I could take credit for it. But he's, eating, <laughs> he's eating something even more special than our cookies. Man, that's I'm, I, he's yeah he is he's just unbelievable. And then you turn over to the office inside of the ball. They were cooking. I mean, this was the the you know when you juxtapose this game to their last game against the Raiders, it's just like, what, a, what, a, I mean, just art artwork out there. I mean, they were just slicing them up. Uh, so yeah, great win. One thing I wanted to talk to you about last week, because the one thing we noticed, you know, with the two outliers of the Raiders games is it seemed like Kansas city's offense came out with the first 15 plays that scripted period uh, period. Yeah. that scripted part of the game and we're just cutting teams up. Yeah. And then again, minus the two Raiders games, it seems like things sort of stalled a little bit after that. And I couldn't really give much insight into that as a defensive player because I've never really, you know, I, I'm not sure how that works. So lay it out for us, Jeff. I mean, what goes into sort of what are the mechanics of those first 15 plays? How does that work? When do you guys get that information? And why might those be successful, but then after that, things start to slow down? Is it because you guys are used to those plays and know what's coming? Or Yeah, I, I think from, from our perspective, um, you know, you spend the whole week preparing, and Coach Reed and the rest of the offensive staff, they do a good job of getting a beat on what the defense is going to come out in. Right. Um, more times than not, they come out in exactly what they're showing on film. You know, you look at the, you know, the previous three games that they play and kind of figure out what they're doing, and they – Sure enough, they usually come out with what they're doing, or you get an idea like, you know, this is how teams have been playing us and having success at it. So they're going to come out and play this. Mm. So that first 15 plays, you you design the best possible drive to have early success, not only have early success to give guys confidence. Um, he really gets the O line involved in that first 15. He gives us, mm. we call them softballs, something that we can head out the park. Yeah, get good. all lathered up and you know ready to go and get confidence. So there's a lot of you know, there's some runs in there, but there are a lot of plays where we can, you know, punish the defense. Yeah, we can kind of chip away. We can take some shots and kind of take away their confidence, and and that's what they do, and that's why you see success. But usually, you know, what happens when it slows down? Usually, is you know, the defense they get paid too. Yeah, <laughs> they start to get a beat on how you're going to attack them, and they see the theme of the day, and that's usually what the first 15 is. We 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 kind of figure out what our plan of attack is going to be. We have some success at it, and the defense says, okay, this is the flavor for the day. Mm. Uh, and and they, they make adjustments. Yeah. I remember all the time going into halftime and coaches saying, hey, that's what we're going to see. That's what yeah. they came out. That's what we're going to get going back. So now we know there's no, you know, there's no secrets. There's nothing hidden. So, yeah, definitely as a defensive player, you pick up on that stuff. But going back to your first point about how important it is to start fast, like, I didn't realize that those were set up. I mean, it makes sense, though. Those are set up for you guys to get some momentum uh, and, and, you know, get out there, get after it. Because the mental part of the game, as a, as a defensive lineman, I on that first play of the game, I was going as fast as I can forward. I wasn't reading. I wasn't paying attention because I know how important it is on that those first couple plays just to get in there, get that hit, and be, you know, feel good, feel physical, get a knockback, uh, get on their side of this line of scrimmage, and be as productive as you can. 
Uh, and then as things start to come down, you start to read, start to pay attention to what's going on. But I always took those first couple of plays as, hey, 100 miles an hour, you know, right through this guy. Uh, because you need to get that momentum going right away. And you yeah. remember, you remember those first couple of plays. If you're getting your ass kicked, you're thinking, oh, here we go. You know, long day. I have to overcome this. But if you're feeling it and you're hitting and you start getting, you know, you start warming up, whew, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's nasty. Foot, football is all about momentum. Right. And if you can get that momentum early, I mean, we saw the Raiders game. They got it. First play on defense, the momentum swung immediately in, in the Chiefs' direction, and it gave us, you know, what we needed to get throughout the game. And that's what the first 15 is about. It's about coming out, you know, establishing your dom dominance and, and playing good football from the start. And ultimately, you want to have that same momentum and that same, you know, you know, drive the entire game. But, you know, there's ebbs and flows. It's a part of the game. Yeah. We yeah. know it's going to happen. Everybody knows. There's only – you know, there's only so many games where you can blow a team out. You know, we right. saw that against the Raiders, but most of the time it's a one-possession one game. So, I remember as a defender, uh, after, you know, we started going, right? We, we, you know, go out there, get that first series done. The first thing I would do is get to the, get to the, um, uh, the board or, or what's, what you guys have the, tablets the now, tablet right? now. Yeah. Yeah. You're, oh, yeah. You're, you're a dinosaur. You took the yeah. board. <laughs> we, have, we have tablets now. We can see, <laughs> we can see live pictures. <laughs> oh man. I'm dating myself, but I would, I would write down, Hey, this is what we got. 21 personnel. We got this play, you know, 22, we got this 12. We got these two runs. And I just keep a catalog of that. And you see, those would all stay the same. So, yeah. yeah. So you're right. You come in you get those first 15, but then defense starts to settle in and figure out what's going on. Either way, that wasn't a problem this week because uh, Kansas City just put it to Oakland. So we'll put that one behind us. we got the short week. We're going to talk about that, Big Jeff. But before we do that, let's shout out our sponsor, Tickets for Less. Are you looking to score an unbeatable deal on Chiefs tickets? My friends at Tickets for Less have you covered. Locally owned for more than 17 years, ticketsforless.com has the best selection of Chiefs tickets for every game, all without the outrageous taxes or per-ticket service fees you find on other sites. Plus, you can use our exclusive KCSN promo code from Tickets for Less to save even more. That's code KCSN21 at checkout to save big on any Chiefs order at ticketsforless.com. That's KCSN21. Check them out, Tickets for Less. All right, Big Jeff, so we washed the Raiders. Now we got the quick turnaround Thursday night. Talk to me about, as a player, First, how do you feel about Thursday night games and then what this, uh, what the weekly schedule is like leading up to this game? I hate them. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. This, that's one of, it's one of the toughest deals in sports, playing on the Sunday and turning around and playing on the Thursday just because um, you don't really start feeling decent until Thursday, right. <laughs> even right. if they're working a game. So um, there's not much time to recover. Um, there's not much time you know, to prepare, but thankfully it's a division opponent. So you have some history there and you kind of know, you know, what, what, what to expect, but just from a physical standpoint, it's, it's really tough. Um, but your professional is a part of the game. We all know it's a part of the game. There's no advantage for anyone. Right. Um, both teams are dealing with the same thing. So that that's that. So, you know, figuring out a way to get back to hundred percent as fast as possible. That way you can go out and perform. I do like it that you're in the only game on TV and it's a night game. I do like yeah. that aspect of it. Um, mm -hmm. But just the physical part of it, I just I never liked it. But it is what it is. You know what I always liked was it was like a mini bye week after. So like leading up to the yeah. game, you paid the price because you're gonna be tired. And but you had Friday off, Saturday off, Sunday off. You come back Monday for a ten ten ten, and then Tuesday off. So basically five days 
So you basically have five days between now and your next sort of real practice. And this is the perfect time of year for something like that. Yeah. But you got to play the price up front here with the quick turnaround. I remember, you know, you get done Sunday and then Monday you're right back in. And Monday functions basically like a Wednesday on steroids, whereas mm -hmm. you're in, you're working out, and then you got a full uh, install meeting, all that stuff, special teams, uh, team meeting, defensive install, offensive install. Then you're out, and if I'm right, you're you're cramming a full a full week into two days. Exactly. And so it's, it's just all out go. All out go. I I think on Mondays you don't. We would go and do a walkthrough, right? We mm -hmm. wouldn't practice. Then Tuesday is another, you know, basically Thursday and Friday jam together, and uh, you're practicing all that. Now you're back out there in shells or whatever, practicing all the way through the day. Uh, and then Wednesday it's up and you're traveling. I mean, you're, yeah. you're out. I mean, it's, so it's a quick, quick turnaround. The difficult thing sometimes with that flight two days after a, a game, I think that is difficult. You, the flight, the flight can really, you know, any sort of bumps and bruises and all that stuff, the swelling can really go up in a plane. Yeah, so. it's, def it's definitely tougher now with it being later in the season. Right. Um, right. earlier in the season, you, know, you can get through it a, a little bit easier and it's, it still sucks, but it, it doesn't suck as much as right now. So this is going to be a test for sure. Playing a, a good divisional opponent in a short turnaround, um, dealing with COVID right now. Mm. <laughs> Got a few people on the COVID reserve list right now, which is yeah. unfortunate with it being a short week. There's not enough time. Hopefully there's enough time, but I'm, I'm not sure if there's enough time for those guys to get cleared. Um, so <laughs> it's going to be a battle. Yeah. You know what Rex Ryan knows used to say? I think I've told you this before. He said, look, if you're – Late for the bus, right? The bus leaving to the game. Uh, we're leaving without you. He said, unless you're Revis. If you're Darrell Revis, we'll <laughs> wait for you. It, I think it's going to be the same thing with Chris Jones, right? If he needs yeah. 24 hours, that plane will go, and then they'll have that private jet right there ready for him. So as soon Heck as yeah. he clears that, like the, you get on there, and he'll be off. So I, would, I can't imagine, unless he actually has COVID, tested positive COVID, but if he's just a close contact, I would think that, the 24 hours is up. He's on a plane, and I bet you it's uh, it's a, a hunt plane heading out there to. Uh, yeah, to if, LA. He's, if he's not on a plane, I'll drive him there myself. That's yeah, right. Man. Yeah, no, let's get that. <laughs> I'll big get him man. there. I'm gonna get him there. <laughs> get that big man there. Yeah, man. So short week. Yeah, and I I, I know that the recovery is the recovery is tough though. Um, but again, especially this time of year, to have that five days, basically five days off in December. Um, that's that huge. Too. That's huge. The, you know, Mahomes went on his, um, you know, talking to the media today and he was talking about how the chargers are a flavor of the week, uh, type of offense. I don't know if they were like this when you were there, but basically they're, or flavor of the week defense, defense. basically they're going to try to change it up, give you all kinds of different stuff every week. So you're looking back on the film and, you know, I talked about I've talked about how New England was like this on offense. They would change everything up. Um, uh, Mahomes is talking about how the Chargers were like this on defense. The thing that I want to ask you about that, if it's difficult to prepare for that, the one thing about a short week that helps is I would imagine the game plan is going to be pretty similar to what they saw on Sunday because you don't have a ton of time to install yeah. a bunch of new offensive plays. Um, but Jeff, what is that like? Because I always I've always heard about offenses being flavor of the week. But I didn't really realize that defenses could come out and give you totally different schemes, totally different blitzes uh, every single week. So have you, did you deal with that before? And what's that like prepping for something like that where you know 
dang, we could watch the film as much as you want, but you ain't going to, you know, it's probably not going to be anything like this. That definitely presents a challenge. And, and just like New England's offense did that, they, they do it defensively too. So, Oh, can, I, rem- <laughs> yeah, I remember so. they used to go from a 3-4 to a 4-3. Yeah. They, they used to do. be like a static 3-4, and then the next week they'd be at a 4-3 with rushers. But what yeah. the hell did you do they that? They did That's that to right. us in the playoffs back in 2015, and it uh, threw us off. And you talk about the first 15, it makes it tough to kind of drop a first 15 or – um, you can start fast if you figure it out fast, but if you don't know what a defense is doing, you know, those first few drives, you're trying to figure them out. So it's mm. it's going out there and, and figuring out exactly what they're doing because even if it's a flavor of the week, there's still like patterns within that week. You know, so right. if they're going to switch from a 3-4 to a 4-3, they're going to stay in that 4-3. They might mix a 3-4 here and there, but right. the coverages and the blitzes on third down, like once you figure it out, that's what it is for the day, so. It may right. take a little bit of time. It may take a quarter. It may take a half. Who knows? But um, you figure it out eventually, and, and and that's what's fun about it. I like I like playing teams like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Big Jeff, that's all I got for today, brother. We got a quick one, but it's a quick week. Perfect time for a quick episode. We will get the win this Thursday, right, Chiefs Kingdom? And then we'll be back next week. And we're gearing up for the playoffs, baby. I mean, we're coming up. I don't want to look too far ahead. I know we're not players anymore, though, Jeff. So we can start to do that now. We can look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah I, I think it's safe to say we're going to be in the playoffs one way or another. Yeah. And this is a, this is a big one. We win this game. It's a hundred percent chance we make the playoffs. Yeah, not, baby. I think we're going to win it. Jeff, Jeff Stradamus says so. So there we go. It. There we go. So it's I don't even have to watch. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Chiefs Kingdom. Let's get this W, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.